And then and then it would essentially be like the Vince McMahon, you know, league of this game or whatever. You know, it's more like the XFL oh, yeah. version of this game. You know what I mean? Where you can have nicknames printed on the back of your jersey or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. um, it's just kind of no hold bar. Anything anything goes. You just see what happens. Yep. Head on into a live animal. You never know. Two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Right. This, okay? this one is not for you. <laughs> I like the way you this, said that. There's plenty out there, okay? Uh, and we're not going to be one of those podcasts where we're like, you know, hey, I don't want you to know there's other podcasts out there. You know what I mean? You got to... You got to devote yeah. yourself to ours. No, in fact, if you don't have one friend, get out of here. We right. don't want. We don't want. We do not want you <laughs> listening to this thing. Go listen to a different. Lots of podcasts out there. It's a big. This is only for people who have one friend. Lots of podcasts. Uh, to see. So, and if that is on, you know, if that's sad news for you, if you really want to listen, but you have more than one friend, then I guess the ball's in your court, my friend. Go ahead and start shearing that list down to one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Start, start sending... sending those texts now. Right. Start mm-hmm. sending some nasty texts to all your friends and uh, yeah, get out of those There should only be one person you're sending a holiday jib-jab to. Wait, uh, you were the one who didn't know what a jib-jab was, uh, right? Until, yeah, and then uh, you explained it, and I kind of That's that of one where you put it. your... You put your face into the dancing yeah. elf or whatever for a Christmas card. Or... I, yeah, I, I've seen that. I just didn't realize it was called Jib Jab. It was like a lot of like yeah. people like my parents' age would send those out in like emails yep. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and hysterical. and our yeah, basically our parents and our friend Matt. Basically, um, <laughs> we don't, I don't have any other so, friends, Pete. I don't know what you're talking about. Whoops, acquaintance Matt. <laughs> uh oh, uh, sorry, Andrew. You know the rules. I gotta go. All right, you can't, can't listen be... anymore. I can't listen. Well, okay, I can't listen at least. Okay, uh, thank the Lord. Know what I mean? No, just kidding. <laughs> Andrew, um, I'm, um, today talking about um, being ejected into space. I guess we kind of didn't say that. No, but, we, didn't, um, we didn't say that. Well, but anyway, we're talking you know, about that's something game. maybe you would do. Anyway, we're talking about being eaten. Andrew, there, today we're doing we're gonna talk about the game um, from Luda Creations by designer Scott Alms, and it's called "So You've Been Eaten." So you've been eaten. You know, I keep I keep uh, calling this in my head. So you think you've been eaten? Because I guess it's because of that that yeah. uh, game. Oh, what's that so, uh, show? So you think you can dance? Yeah. So you think you can dance? Yeah. So you think you can have been eaten? Yeah. <laughs> so the, you think you can have been eaten? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you smarter than a having been eaten? You know I mean? um, <laughs> Who wants to be <laughs> an Alter. eaten? Yeah. Who wants to be an eaten there? Yeah. yeah. Um, America's next top eaten is, <laughs> was the backup title for this. You know what I mean? The masked, uh, the masked eater. eater anyway, yes. that, well, that's a good Andrew, show. We should, that's a the masked eater. I mean, the I masked think. eater. So just the guy. Just a guy with a big. Uh, cartoon fox head or whatever is just eats spaghetti yeah, or something because then it gets all over okay. the mask and it makes it all messy and then then, then the judges have that to guess who that was who was eating you know the freaks the freaks would love that yeah, love so that. um and i do uh use the term freaks it's uh, kind of like a, a supportive way it's kind of like a mukbang for furries if you know what i'm saying yeah okay anyway i do hey listen do i know what you're saying or is that one of my bookmark bar you know <laughs> 
Let's just say when let's just say you start start typing the letter M into my Google search bar, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? And that'll give you your answer. Okay, folks, this game is so you've been eaten and uh, how would you sum this up if you had to in one sentence, Andrew? One sentence explanations. So, you have to sum this up in one sentence. Well, uh, I guess um, <laughs> if I had to sum up So You've Been Eating One Sentence, I would say uh, that Ms. Frizzle from the Magic School Bus gave this game a 10 out of 10 on the Board Game Geek reviews. Um, oh, yeah. She's a real freak for this one. Yes. Yep. This is right up her alley. Right up her alley. Yeah. Because it's all mm-hmm. about... This game's all about... We didn't even say anything about this game. We went right into these. Um, oh, good point. It's yeah. all about your inside of a giant monster's intestines. And so... Um, right. You... Right. It just right. kind of reminded me of that, that episode of Magic School Bus where they go inside the person, you know? And uh, Oh, yeah. And tiny. they show you everything from the inside <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm not um, sure about okay. You couldn't make that... You couldn't make that show today, Andrew. One of those guys... Yeah. Actually, they yeah, did. No. There is a new version out there on Netflix. Oh, my God. But did they go all the way to the end of the digestive track, if you know what I mean? Whoa. Um, Are you might... seeing any kind of sphincters? Well, it is It is on Netflix. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, that's the... Um, oh, it's, it's rated un- TV, unrated. MA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Joe Rogan's uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andrew, if I had to sum this game up in one sentence, I would say, finally... A game where humans are treated like the disease that they are, Andrew. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I said it. Um, yeah, so, Andrew, in this game, um, <laughs> one player is an alien or a beast, I think they call them or whatever. It's your big, your beast, big, yeah. your big being, basically, in space. And the other player is a space miner. So mm-hmm. you have, like, an astronaut suit on, but you're also a you mine, I don't know. Crystals, um, right? Well, in this case, yeah, crystals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you you work for a um, a mining company, a greedy uh, mining company who ha- who thinks of you as expendable, um, and they send you into the insides of a. Uh, so you've been eat that you you purposefully got eaten by a big uh, beast, a big alien. Yeah. So that you could go in there with your equipment and mine the crystals out of the beast, basically. And then uh, once you have enough uh, crystals, they will get you out of there and bring you back. Yada, then, yada, yada. And you're allowed to use the company jetpack and, and get yeah, out of as the, 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 the We'll talk about the rulebook a little bit later, but the rulebook is just dripping with um, oh, yeah, yes. a, 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 real, a real voice. You know what yeah. I mean? Save uh, it. And, save it for uh, later, but yes, yeah. I'll save it for later. But anyway, that is one thing that it says. Basically, it, it that that's it says. Then they they think that you're valuable enough to to uh, eject out of the out of the monster and bring back home. But not until then. Um, and if you were the alien or the beast, you just you just got somebody. For all you know, you got something funky going on in your yeah. in your digestive tract. Oh, and uh, so good. your body, you're trying to make it so that your body um, essentially eradicates whatever this foreign object is uh, via uh, an immune response typically. Um, and, uh, so you're trying to basically build up enough, uh, good bacteria, gut bacteria, I guess, to go ahead and eradicate the little miner in there. Um, and so, yeah, so to me, Hey, that's great. I, I side with the, uh, with the alien in this, uh, I mean, come on, 
you know I would. Uh, that's kind of the, that's well, kind of my thing. Yeah. Um, I also well, Pete though. Um, we'll talk about it with the rule book. I think. Um, I also side with the miner though because this is a person just trying to make a true. living, and it's really the corporation yeah, this is that a, is. Uh, oh know, yeah. Kind of forcing them into unsafe work conditions. I would say. Oh, absolutely. He's a, truly a proletariat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And hopefully. Uh, they unionize. Uh, but, Andrew, uh, let's get a little bit more into the gameplay of this one, just so that we can bring them up to speed. I mean, we kind of covered some of it, basically. You, you got the basics. The, my, the It's asymmetrical, because the miner is just trying to get crystals, basically, as fast as possible and get out. And the alien is trying to um, guess what the miner is going to do and kind of get in the miner's way and develop... Um, uh, and basically make choices that will help them develop their immune response to hone in on the miner and then get rid of the miner, basically. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you fill up um, the the board, which is the digest with digestive tract cards, basically, and then they have different things in them. Some of the cards have uh, the the crystals in them that the miners need. Um, they all have a different type of bac- different color of bacteria on them. There's four different colors of bacteria. You know, blue, yellow, red, green. Um, and, um, and some of them have some tools in them too, that the miner could recover theoretically. And so, um, if you are the beast or the alien, you, you, you want the bacteria that's on those cards to, um, essentially, um, not be taken care of and to attack the miner at the end of their turn in a, in an order that facilitates, um, you know, once, once a certain color of bacteria has attacked the miner four times, it's game over. But also you are trying to change the uh, conditions in the digestive tract to be able to claim cards that are immune response cards that if you can unlock them based on the conditions of your digestive tract gives you, grants you some, some passive powers basically. And also the game's over if you ever end up with five of those, um, at the end of the miner's turn. So, and then the miner obviously uh, wants the crystals, so they're trying to um, get the crystals. Uh, and the way they do that is they roll dice, and uh, the number on the dice kind of corresponds to which section, which card of the digestive tract they can they can do something with. Um, and also the number um, can uh, it, and basically corresponds to an action they can take. And so they can capture things like crystals or tools. They can blow up cards if they if they want to make sure to get rid of some bacteria that is about to attack them, that they that uh, that is not good basically. Um, or um, they can kind of stun card. They can mess with the order. They can stun cards back and stuff like that. Again, to try to make sure the uh, digestive tract. Um, the bacteria doesn't get them at an inopportune time. Um, And they can also blow up those immune response cards to make it so that the the alien's body does not end up with, you know, uh, level five, you know, or 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 five of the immune response cards, basically. It's kind of like... um, It's kind of like a tower defense type of game where you know these, these immune cards are... These bacteria cards are always kind of marching forward towards you. And you're gonna slowly at the end, marching forward. Right, mm-hmm. At every at the end of every one of your turns as the miner, one of them is gonna the one at the end of the track is going to attack you. So you can't really right. defend against that, but it's like you wanna spread right. it out so that you get attacked by maybe a different color every time. Because once like let's mm-hmm. say red attacks you several times in a row, um, once it gets up what yep. is it, four times, uh, then the game's over. Four then, times then you lose. Exactly. Um, four times by any yep. one of the any one of the individual colors then you're gonna lose and also you have to yeah you have to also be paying attention to like Pete said these immune response cards that the beast is is getting 
um, because once they get up to five, then then the game's over also. So you got to be like zapping those out of play as well. So it's kind of yep. one of these games where you got lots of plates spinning and you're trying to decide like, well, which, which what's my priority right now? Oh my gosh, he's about to win over there. Mm-hmm. Wait, but I can't let this green one hit me because if I, you know, so you got to really like mm-hmm. uh, try and decide where you're going to focus your, your limited resources that you have based mm-hmm. on those dice rolls. Yeah. And as the and as oh go ahead oh, as the yeah. alien or the, I was gonna say as the alien or the beast you're kind of trying to toss more plates yes. at them for them yeah. to spin you know what I mean so to try to cause them to come crashing down basically yeah, yeah so and it, mm-hmm. like you said you're trying and to get those immune response cards like you want your digester track to look a certain way and an example would be like you know if you have like um, three green bacteria on the board or if you have like um, mm-hmm. two blue ones next to each other or something like that so you're always right. trying to manipulate like, right. the position of all those things to get certain cards yep. and th- those are also kind of like special powers like a little event card so every time you get one there's mm-hmm. like a little event or a power that goes along with it um, yeah, the they only can other, help you win quicker mm-hmm. the only other thing that we didn't mention was as the beast every turn you you have a little deck of cards where you make a prediction about what color. Oh, yeah. What color do you think will be the bacteria that will attack the miner at the end of their turn? So you might pick the mm-hmm. one that's closest to them, but the, that one might end up getting destroyed. It might be a different color, and if you if you do, then you know there's a bonus for mm-hmm. that as well. So. Um, right, right, right. Exactly. You kind of like hurt their their tools. Basically, they become less effective. Um, and actually, there's one more th- other thing we didn't ed- uh, mention, Andrew, which is that. So obviously, there's kind of like a ticking time clock on the miner that he has to get his work done before the alien or beast bodies like catches up to him. Right. Basically. Yeah. Um, but also, if um, the digestive track card deck runs out uh-huh. that is essentially um enough time has gone by that and neither side has won yet um the the miner is uh popped out of the other side if you will um he <laughs> so essentially they he has reached the end of the digestive track quote unquote yeah. if you will so uh, so he's pooped out basically it makes um, sense, sense and, thematically right Exactly, it really does. It's great. It's yeah. great thematically, and um, he's run out of time, and the alien has not adjusted yet. hasn't hasn't like eradicated him yet. So of course he's going to come out the the that other end basically. End, yeah. um, and at that point, you just kind of look at what you've done so far, and it's kind of um, everything has a point value, and and you can win that way by like judge's decision or whatever. Yeah, it's like how many crystals did you get? You didn't get all the crystals, and how many of your tools did you upgrade? Versus right the monster the beast how like far how the many... bacteria have right. progressed yeah and then the immune response cards you have etc yeah so it's just exactly. like a victory yep. point mm-hmm. a victory point counting up at that point but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah um but Andrew obviously I, I mean by now I would assume that the the listeners agree with us that it's just such a cool idea for a game tell us more about how this game came to be it's one of those very unique themes the first time you described it to me i was like wait what yeah so you're inside wait what i, yeah. I immediately thought of magic school bus and stuff but um this game of like course. you said was was designed by a guy named scott alms uh i hope i'm pronouncing that right it might be alms um and it was released in 2022 so just uh last year wow yeah wow wow, so wow. It's a pretty new one um, and this guy has tons of games to his name. You go on board game geek. He's really designed a lot of them. Oh probably, yeah. Probably his most notable is uh, a series of games called uh, Tiny Epic. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen these. Tiny games. Epic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd say that's probably his most notable. Like a whole stuff. bunch yeah. of, mm-hmm. and there's like a whole bunch of sequels and versions to Tiny Epic. Um, there's yeah, there's tons of them. Yeah, yeah. Tiny Epic Pirates, Tiny Epic 
ninjas, time the epic. So blah blah blah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was watching. It, yeah, right. I was watching a, a, an interview with Scott, and you know, Ooh. he said that he often gets his inspiration uh, for games from real life experience. Like he said, like he made a game about dinosaurs one time because like I, he was a pirate. Right. And, <laughs> he used oh, to be a pirate. Yeah. No, no, he used to be he used a to dinosaur. Be a pirate, he used to be a ninja. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, he used to like love dinosaurs when he was a kid, so he made a game about dinosaurs. Gotcha. This one was yeah. uh, a bit more personal, actually. So um, he <laughs> has been diagnosed with Crohn's disease uh, and been battling Oof. that for about ten years now. If you're not familiar, Crohn's disease is like a, a really kind of painful and sometimes debilitating disease in your in your gut, and this this hit home uh, hmm. hit home with me actually, Pete, as you know, because I uh, for a while suffered from uh, ulcerative colitis, which is very similar to Crohn's wow. disease. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you just say all sorts of colitis? All sorts of colitis. Yes. Uh, okay. Oh I no, ulcerative colitis. Uh, ul- ulcerative, like as in ulcers. Yeah, as you can imagine. I'm not going to go into details here, but as you imagine, both of these diseases uh, very painful, uh, very gross. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of messes with your messes with your whole life, really. But it seems like Scott, from what I can tell, kind of like me, has, has a good sense of humor about it. You know, you kind of have to at a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because he made a whole game about it. like this. This inspired the whole. He's thinking about his gut bacteria and stuff like that, and uh, mm, decided to make and like game. Uh, yeah, yeah. So his he, digestive tract's immune response to a you know right, etc. Yeah, so, like like I said, even though it's a struggle, you know, wanted to have some fun with it and. Uh, and, hmm. and made a game out of it. So, um, so I just want to say, cool. like, going forward with the rest of this episode, any jokes about gastroenterology or colonoscopies, you know, that's done from a place of love, Scott. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, but <laughs> place of love and understanding. Yeah. So, you know, I feel your pain. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he designed this game originally. It was a solo game, uh, as a solo experience. Okay. Yeah. So it was you were the miner and the um. The cards were just marching forward towards you, you know, in in an automated yeah. way. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, so he brought it to Luda Creations, which is the publisher, and uh, yeah, they're kind of. I mean, they have a lot of games as well, but they're kind of not all of them, but a lot of their games are kind of these wacky, off the wall kind of oddball themes, like this one is, you know. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, right. They're not they're not doing your run of the mill like uh, I'm a knight and right. I'm going through a dungeon right. you know what i mean it's 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 a lot they, they take a lot of very interesting swings on yeah interesting themes and and i was wondering i couldn't find this out but i was wondering if because he's done games with all kinds of different publishers and i was wondering if he brought this specifically to them because he knew that they liked wacky themes like this or i don't know oh. um but they they jumped right on it they loved it they were like oh yes this is right up our alley um <clears throat> yeah they suggested hey can we make it two player and i'm like Yes, thank you, uh, Little Creations. Uh, thank you. Probably yeah. the best suggestion you could give any game designer. Hey, why don't you just make it mm-hmm. for two players, you know? <laughs> um, so that, you know, they wanted somebody to be able to control the beast. And so then it, yeah. it wasn't just as simple as, like, okay, a person controls it. Now you have to, like, make a lot of modifications to the game. And um, right. so he figured out how to flip, you know, the one-player version so that he could play as the monster against uh, <laughs> against an automated miner. So that was the other one. Yeah, like, right, right. You could play this. And that's still in the rule book. You could play this solo as the miner, or you mm-hmm. could play this solo as the monster, or, you know, like we played two players versus each other. Or you could play, well, or, and there's a, another option, Andrew, which is that this this is, uh, uh, people kind of know this game 
for uh, another reason, which is that it is a game that can be played by zero players. Um, theoretically, you can simply watch the automated miner um, play against the automated alien uh, beast now, um, if you want, which is pretty fascinating. Pete, you know I love this. I mean, this that that is right up my alley. Like, I just want a, That's right a zero-player game. Are you kidding me? Um, famously, uh, <laughs> I used to, when I was a kid, I used to turn on WrestleMania 2000 for the Nintendo 64. Oh, yes, I remember this. And just right. have... Just to have the computer play against itself over and over and over again, and I had a whole tournament of all the wrestlers against each other. Um, <laughs> wasting wasting hours of my youth, uh, just not even playing a video game, just watching a computer play a video game. Um, wow. So, wow. yeah, th- that that whole thing is, is very much... And, and he kind of admitted that that was kind of like a realization. Like, he was like, wait a second, I think you could just have both of these running at the same time, and it would be a zero-player game. Like, he, did, he, was, he wasn't intending yeah. to do that. But I love that they it's left a, that... It's a very funny gimmick. I like it. Yes, yeah. I love that they left that in the rule... And we'll talk about the rule book later, but that an entire page is devoted just to that zero-player game. Like, it tells the rules for the zero-player yeah. game, so... Yep, uh, yep. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Um... But anyway, yeah, so he had to do... Now, since it's because... Uh, a, because, Sorry, because it's an asymmetric game that he designed, right? Because you, you have yeah. different rules for the two different players. Um, he was saying that yeah. when you make an asymmetric game, it requires a lot more playtesting than just when both players have yeah. the same objectives and the same set of rules. Um, because that yeah. when, when you have make a game like that, it's just going to be naturally more balanced because they have the same rules, same objectives. But So with asymmetric, yep. Yep. it takes a lot more tweaking to get it balanced and um i don't yep. know we'll, we'll tell our opinions at the end but I, th- I think it's really balanced because the few games that we played pete i mean every single time it came right down to the wire um you know we were very close yes yeah that it just, was always close yeah. yes so um just in terms of like one side winning over the other so <clears throat> anyway he said mm-hmm. that uh through this process he said that both sides of the game got better by working through this process so he, he thinks that the, the original game, the solo version for the minor, actually improved because he was forced to, like, you know, try and look at it from the other side. So, um, yeah. Yeah, he's cool. He's happy with, that's great. with how it turned out. And uh, so, yeah, that's the history of the game. Wow, 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 wow. I love it. I love it. I never, honestly, when I first looked at this game, I never would have assumed, you know what I mean, that there was such a personal background to it. Um, it's very cool. Yes. Well, and, um, and I will say yeah. that uh, this is not a funny part of the show, but Scott, if you're listening, um, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I was, I was struggling with that for a long time and I had, I was on these, all these medications and stuff like that. And when I actually found a, yeah. a book about a, a diet that I was on for a while, and it really helped me. And I, I don't take any medication anymore. So if you're interested, uh, uh, send an email to two can play that game podcast at gmail.com, and I'll let you know all about yeah. it. So uh, <laughs> anybody struggling right. out there, let me know. So uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're opening up a uh, a Crohn's irritable bowel uh, clinic on clinic. the side for yeah. sure. I am <laughs> not a doctor, but uh, I only play one. Yeah, on podcast. right. This is not medical <laughs> advice. Uh, <laughs> right, this is not medical advice, but but um, <laughs> yeah, the FDA just knocking down our door. <laughs> hey, hey, throwing throwing yeah, hey. flashbangs into your. <laughs> They're like, hey, 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 <laughs> through we, your window. We need people spending money on those drugs here. What are you doing, Andrew? Hey, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew, uh, that is an important thing for you to, to say to the audience. And another thing I, it's important for me to say is, um, Andrew, yeah. <clears throat> nice package. 
Nice package. Well, that might be the most important thing you said all night, Pete. Nice package, yes. <laughs> oh, and hey, also, uh, nice package is the name of our next segment, I just noticed. So. Oh, yeah, whoops. Okay, I didn't even, yeah. <laughs> How about that? How about oh, that? That's good. That's um, uh, convenient. Yeah, this yeah is that's the... what I was uh, referring to, Andrew. <laughs> right. Uh, the segment no, where Andrew, we this segment is, of course... The packaging were you talking at the same time i was talking yes we were both trying to describe yeah absolutely That's we were okay. both you know, we're both so excited about each other's packages that we were, were both um, so excited i can't stop telling people about this andrew we're gonna review I mean? the packaging um, the rule book etc all the artwork and everything that goes along with yeah. this game so yeah, that's right, Andrew. Yeah, um, let's talk about some of these production elements, okay? Because on my, in my opinion, Andrew, they really do stand up for uh, yes, you know, uh, at least a few different reasons. So first of all, uh, the artwork is done by uh, Quan Chai Moria, mm-hmm. um, who is certainly one of my favorite uh, artists. Uh, very prolific, done a ton uh, of artists in the board in the board game industry. Tons, yeah. tons, tons. Um, and honestly, I, it's, I, it's, he's one of the few artists that I, whenever I see, uh, that stuff, you know, kind of like Clemens Franz, right. you know, me and, and Clemens, um, it, it is something where I'm like, you know what, honestly, I think that says something. The fact that that, that this person attached their, their artwork, their name to it, I, it actually says something to me. So yeah. was glad to see that, of course. Um, and then that great artwork is printed on, you know, just really solid, great materials, I think, as well. They feel feel great. You know what I mean? There's Nothing's flimsy in this, in my opinion. Nothing's uh, so thin or, like, you know, seemed like it was cheaply made, which is great. I uh, I, I want to say that about the artwork, I think, you know, obviously it looks great. It's kind of, like, dark around the edge. You get that feeling that you're, like, inside, like it's inside a beast. Like, it's dark around the edges, and then it's, it's yeah. light towards the center. But also, I think it's interesting that they don't show... You never see the beast because you're because it's so big that right. you're just like inside of it. You're just inside the to track. Right. So it's left up to the yep. imagination as to what this thing actually looks like. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. They never really print. It's not like there's like a head at the end of the uh, the board because if it if it did, it wouldn't be realistic because they right. really zoomed I mean, in on the the digestive track. You know scale. what I mean? So yeah. yeah, which I think is really exactly. cool because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're, which I think is really cool. It's like you're a tiny you know ant you know against a, an elephant or something yeah. like that. You wouldn't be able to tell what it was really. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, that's an interesting idea. They should probably make a movie where some guy is like a tiny ant but can grow big and also <laughs> small. Uh and you know who I I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I'd love to see Paul Rudd uh no, in that movie. He only does Andrew, comedies. he can never do it, does only no. only does comedies. Andrew, um the graphic design I think is is laid out really well too. Like the way so the artwork's great, but then there's a whole other sector of, you know, board game design or whatever, which is like how everything's laid out. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so icons and uh, I um, just everything, basically, like the actual um, personal player boards and stuff like that. I just think it's all laid out extremely smoothly and intuitively. Um, so I, I, I don't know. There's like you, the, you, you collect cards. You keep them to the side of the board. Every everything has a place on the side of the board. You yeah. know what I mean? And the um, you the, do kind of the need cards that. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, you do kind of need it. The board a lot itself going on. is. A lot going on in this game. You're gonna need it. There's a lot going on. Different like cards for different decks and different Mm -hmm. things. So especially the first couple times, you need that diagram to be like, wait, what is this one? Oh yeah, I remember. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Where do I put this? It's like, oh, right here. Yeah, and and the board itself is long and thin, like you know, like a digestive tract, like Mm -hmm. a like an intestine or something like that, you know. Um and um uh. 
Yeah, and and it's so, and then you slide the cards up and down the digester track, basically. Um, and I don't know, that makes a lot of sense to me too. Uh, and let's get into this. Let's crack let's, into this rule book here. This is, Andrew, this is because, why we have this segment in here. This because... is maybe the this is maybe the crown jewel here because okay, so I I don't know who made the copy for this rule book, but well, it's it's legitimately very funny. Um, yeah, I did and, see in uh, the in the interview that I saw Scott. Scott Alms was saying that uh, he wishes he had come up with this idea, but somebody at uh, Luda, Luda Creations all uh, wow! This. Huge shout out to Luda Creation, uh, Luda Creations about this then, because we love the rulebook, quite frankly. So the, I think the rulebook, first of all, it's like laid out graphically really well, and it really pops off the page. It's like a very there, you know, there's there can be rulebooks that are just, you know. Um, just blocks of text just all text basically and and it just looks now i love it you know it's a basically it's what you might call a rule book only a pete could love you know what i mean uh, or what a lot of those rule books are but this is not that this is a rule book i think everybody could love because it's just it's you know it's it's there's so many different elements that really pop off the page it's almost like a, a graphic novel basically yeah. the way it's laid out um, but it's conveying information really well in, in my opinion too. There were, there were some people in reviews who were like, uh, Oh, the, the, the rule book, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, it was very hard to follow. It was not in my opinion. <laughs> I got, I got to tell you, uh, listen, I'm not no genius. And, um, it, it, it lay, it very clearly laid everything out in my opinion. But, um, beyond all that technical stuff, the actual copy of the rule book, the actual like text in there is written from the point of view. So this is it's actually not referred to as a rule book, right? It's referred to as a survival guide, right? So it's it's yeah. instantly thematic. It it is they they made it so it is like the guide that the miner would have. Well, um, and it goes and perfectly so it's like, with the title of the game. Is so you so you've so been you've been eaten. It's like one of right, those exactly. old What's like, next? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. 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 So you're right. So you found your brother smoking cigarettes. What right. do you do next? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's exactly like that. And and so it's written um, as if the company wrote it, essentially. And it, they did a great job of portraying this company as just like your typical <laughs> evil, greedy, you know, um, money grubbing company that that uh, takes your life extremely for granted as the miner and everything like that. Um, and so it ha it's just dripping with contempt for you basically um and it's it's kind of like uh how they did a really good job with that game portal which people you know rave about all the time about the writing for that that video game portal one and portal two mm. it's very similar in how clever the writing is in this quite frankly um and also actually this is um especially with the mining theme there was a more recent game um that was ooh Frog. What's the name of that game? Large Galactic. Anyway, there's there's a there's a game, Andrew. We I, I know we've never talked oh. about this, but there's a game where you're a miner. You play like a dwarf, who, uh, part of a mining company. That's and it's very similar in that they they do not they know it's dangerous and they do not care about your life and they they make that very apparent. Um, and it's just so clever. This this board game and how sar sarcastic. I don't know. It's the sat. I guess it's satire. I don't know what the word, the correct it's, word would um, be. But the bottom line is, it's tongue in cheek. It's like maybe? an onion article. Yeah, it's like satire. Then if it's like an onion article, T tongue in cheek. Um, I think is it's it, it's it's self tongue in cheek or self-aware. Like it's like being self-aware. Um, yeah, all these apply yeah. in my opinion. 
Um, but uh, but the bottom line is it's it is it is basically talking to you as if you are a miner who works for their company, and they are not um, you know trying to hide the fact that they think you are quite expendable and you are just there to do the job. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah. And anyway, so it's just it's it's just a very clever presentation. It's really nice. Yeah, and it has little blurbs as you go through of like, you know, where 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 it's kind of written. It's st- like the whole thing kind of st- like the rule book stays in character. I should say, you know, like it, the it, rule book stays in character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's you're flipping through like, oh my gosh, what do I do? You know, my my spaceship broke down or whatever. You know, it's one of those type of things. Uh, don't don't worry. Yeah, and it's like remain calm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. 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 Yes, but we talked um, about how. You know, they the, they say the company cannot, we, we can't, you know, spend the money on a jetpack for you to get out of there unless you get us all eight crystals, you know, because then we can afford right, it. Right, right. But they do it in a in a much better way than we're paraphrasing. Yes. Basically. Yeah, they're like, as soon as you, as soon as you uh, achieve, you know, the uh, procurement of the eighth crystal, it is now deemed, you know, financially uh, uh, ag- agreeable for you to be... It, you know excavated or i don't know whatever you get the idea um and uh and it's very like procedural like that and kind of formal um and and uh treating you like you're uh you know like a mop that works for the company basically you know what I mean? right uh and so it really it's it's just the, that that's just such a great theme and and to hear that scott didn't even create that himself he just kind of had the game and then they overlaid that on top is just like yeah. so great because it's that really that really is a big part of it i think and and making it so charming yes um, the, now, uh, besides the rule book, um, and the, uh, you, you, got the box that I think is, uh, exactly the right size, I think for this one, it's not too big, it's not too small. Um, it's totally storable and portable. Um, and it's the right size for the components that, that are inside, quite frankly, if the components are the right side. I don't, I don't think they're too big or too small. You know what I mean? So I think they really put a lot of thought into, you know, trying to make it appropriate um, for for what it is. Uh, so I think, in general, to wrap up uh, my thoughts on this nice package, is I would just say a big shout out to Luda Creations for the production value on this one um, and producing a nice package. You know um, what I mean, Andrew? I would say that it is a nice package. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that now, it is. Yeah. Pete, mm-hmm. does everybody out there think that this is a nice package? Well, Andrew, uh, it's funny you bring that up because I'd like to review on this. Review on this. Oh, you didn't think we'd get to this, but we, we're we here. It's time for review on this. That's right. It's the time of the show we're where, here. <laughs> where Pete is going <laughs> to read some people's reviews of this game from the Internet. And uh, we're just going to assume what yeah. those people's lives are like because uh, that's what we do around mm-hmm. here. We like to judge. Yeah, up to now, you know, you've been hearing a lot of what Andrew and I think. And then later you're going to be hearing a lot more of what Andrew and I think about this game. So why don't we take a little bit of break and see what other people think about this game. People who are um, mm, 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 maybe insane, Andrew. I don't know. But, uh, let me put it that way. Let's, let, let, me, let me just say that I guess the more insane you are, the more like you you are to end up on this segment, Andrew. Um, this person so, yeah, gave right. it a one out of there's ten. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a uh, a little pamphlet that we hand out. So you ended up. Uh, so on you ended up on review on this. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's You're going that? to want to don't you know panic. You need to seek don't professional panic. help. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you must 
go to therapy starting <laughs> as soon as possible. Andrew, this person gave it a one out of ten, so obviously oh. they're not big on yeah, it. Yeah, no. Um, and their review was. Publisher is incredibly rude to backers and silences anyone who asks questions by forcing a refund. I'm giving this a one because I never got the game. I was removed from the Kickstarter against my will for posting two comments asking for an update. Now, Andrew, wee-woo, 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 my Karen alarm is going off, Andrew. This is a classic Karen, baby. Um, And if you're listening to this after 2023, uh, I hope that... Uh, word still means something because who knows if that's going to survive the test of time. Andrew, classic Karen. Anytime I hear someone review a restaurant, Andrew, or like read it on like Google or whatever, and they're like, these people are so rude. All I did, all I did was ask a simple, one simple question. And they kicked me out and told me I could never come up and back again and I was banned or whatever. And it's like, you just know. <laughs> that that's not that it that that's not true. You know what I mean? You you know that the footage of what happened at that right. particular establishment would tell a very different story. Just, you know what I mean? I like just ask the question. No, I all I did was you know what I mean? It's like it's like when your five year old is like, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know why they're crying. I just touched them, right. and they fell over, and they slammed their own head into the. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And like another another parent is like, "Oh yeah, I saw that whole thing. Your child slapped the other child and then pushed <laughs> them off the top of the pirate ship playset or whatever." It's like, all right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I mean, come on. If that doesn't sound the alarms, you know what what does? I just, I already know what kind of person this is. Yeah. All I did. It's like you know what I mean they remo- they went so far as to remove them from the kickstarter you know what I mean and give them a full refund it's like yeah sure i'm glad i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure all you did was ask just a little couple of tiny just very a, just polite a little questions. question maybe just maybe just a little polite question you know what I mean? maybe it was maybe it was something very offensive in that question i'm not sure but uh you know <laughs> yeah 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 could yeah. you you know maybe they're snowflakes or you know whatever anyway <laughs> Uh, anyway, I don't like these people personally. Uh, these people who who spin it like that. Okay, and also I honestly I'm the kind of person who Luda Creations gets even more respect from you after hearing this because it's like heck yeah, kick these people out, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> these companies take so much uh guff from people who do, nice, who nice save there, yeah. back their kickstarters. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and uh. And I I see it a lot these days, and it, people feel so entitled just because they have backed something on Kickstarter, uh, and they really stamp their feet like babies, and it's just like, I, I don't like it. Anyway, uh, Andrew, this person gave it a 5 out of 10, and they said, Board suffers from not being able to slide cards. Now, what? I Andrew, yeah, I think you're as confused as I am. <laughs> I think, because it's... It's very easy to slide cards in this game. In fact, we slid cards all over Non-stop all night, Andrew. So, cards, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, you never stop sliding cards, and it's quite easy, quite frankly. Um, and I think I know what happened, Andrew. I think this person unfortunately spilled maple syrup all over the game board before <laughs> before they started Dude, playing. If so, you, if you didn't say that joke, I was literally about to say the same exact thing. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, so, Andrew, I think you do. I think you'd join me in yeah. recommending that they. They take the time to finish their Belgian waffles before playing this game 100%. in the future. Yeah. So. You know what? Belgian waffles mm-hmm. are and that that much maple syrup is probably not good for your gut health anyway. So why, you know, yeah, why are you doing exactly. it? Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, Learn you're going to want to fire an email off to us here at two can play that game podcast at gmail.com so Andrew can tell you to stop eating so much. That's not part of the diet yeah. that helps you. It's quite frankly. Once again, yeah. I'm not a medical professional, but I'll tell you that Once again, um, a gallon yeah. of maple syrup is not but, part of the diet. Yeah, I do feel confident <laughs> enough to say if you're drinking if you're eating so much maple syrup it's getting over the stuff that's in front of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Slow it down is what I would say. Andrew, um this person also gave it a 5 out of 10. They said the solo game felt like the zero-player game. Only difference is that you are trying to beat the bot instead of watching the bots beat themselves up. Now, Andrew, it's time to break out the old Turing test, you know what I mean? Or the Voight comp <laughs> test from Blade Runner, you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> listen, something's up here. If you watch a bot and it acts just like you, okay, either that bot has become human... Okay, in which case, notify your nearest Blade Runner or whatever. Uh, or you are, in fact, a bot yourself. So maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe demand your birth Whoa. certificate and look at it under a microscope or something like that. Because there's so- something's up at that point. Whoa, so. this, is, uh, this is like that meme, what if Matrix right now. Yeah. <laughs> what if Matrix? Exactly, dude. Just took the red pill, dude. Andrew, uh, this person gave it a 5 out of 10, and their review is three words, and it goes like this. Don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, this person's review is don't like this, which it, finally, what? a review where the ratio, Andrew, of how much time that someone puts into reading it and how much info you get out of it is balanced. You know what I mean? Usually these things go on forever and you just you don't get nearly right. enough out of it to, like, to justify the time. But this was a perfect balance. This, you know what I mean? This review has been play tested and uh Yes. <laughs> this balanced. is a tight, elegant review, Andrew, right. if I if I do say so myself. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew, I know what you're thinking. Is this person the supreme ruler of short and to the point reviews. Oh yes. Well, yes. Peter. Research. My research, Andrew, shows that yes, they are because other reviews that I went looking for from this person <laughs> yeah. include the following, Andrew. Okay, these are all different reviews. Yes, yeah, can't wait. Here's one. It says, okay. <laughs> Another one says, not for me. <laughs> Another one says, not my theme. Another one says. Oh. Nice one. Okay. <laughs> another one says, solid game. And another one says, just love it. Yep. Andrew, I just love how this person reviews games. Yes. You know what I mean? I, Pete, I swear. Just cut I, to the point already. I think we've, I think we've had, I think nice, not my theme has been a review that we've talked about before with one of the games. <gasps> I, Maybe I, we have, yeah. I definitely remember that one coming up, so. Maybe we've crossed paths with this person yes. before. Yeah. So maybe we'll have him on the show. It would make like sense. Fisher Evans, you know? Yeah, we got to we got we got to it'll, it'll be the this. shortest interview we've ever done on a yeah. calling. Yeah, but we'll, yeah, we'll be like, "Hi, thanks for being here." He'll be like, "Thanks." And we'll be like, "So, tell us a little bit about yourself." He's like, "Yeah, I'm okay." <laughs> you know, what I mean? just like, <laughs> so good. Um, Andrew, this person gave it a 7 out of 10. They said the only game I have where you can play with zero players, build a hang glider, and fly out of a bowel on a fart. <laughs> Well, Andrew, this guy clearly hasn't played some of my Pixar's Cars <laughs> fan fiction games, Andrew, which you can find a link to on my Zanga. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Come on. Uh, That's a very common. Come on. It's a very common thing in my pick. Wait, is it Pixar's car? Disney's Disney's Disney's, Disney's cars? Pixar's. Yeah, Pixar. Pixar Disney's Disney. Pixar's cars. Yeah. 
Disney owns Pixar fan fiction like games. Um, Andrew, this person gave it a 7.7 7 out of 10. They said, a game where zero, zero to two players yeah. slip into the roles of a giant space beast and an insanely crazy guy who dives into the giant's stomach with awesome components and an asymmetric experience. Now, Andrew... This is a small thing, I'll admit, but it does kind of irk me that this guy is kind of missing the point of the story and world building of this game that we went over earlier. Because, like, the miner, as we discussed, is very clearly a worker who's being abused by capitalism and being taken advantage of by an evil corporation and being, you know, um, extorted, essentially being, uh, you know, um, taken advantage of. And this person, this reviewer, just says the miner is a a crazy guy you know what i mean (laughs) like i I, it's not that's kind of i don't know man it's like it's like this guy sees a (laughs) this guy sees a headline that's like single mother forced to work three jobs in order to feed children and pay out-of-pocket health insurance costs and the guy's takeaway is like wow that single mom is nuts huh (laughs) it's like what how are you missing the point that much anyway oh yeah it's like it's like um, why it's like apply it to like coal mining you know it's like uh, why would you go yeah. to, it's like well f- yeah it's like earlier we were talking about uh yeah i think i'd side with the uh with nature first okay but then i would sign with the coal yeah. miner who's just trying to like do a good job you know yeah and then the company right makes them exactly good. certainly the company's way down on the list yeah way yeah. down on the list <laughs> this guy's like giving them a reason to fire him after he's done the job or whatever. He's like, this guy's crazy. They're like, you're right. Psych evaluation. He's out. You know what I mean? Andrew, uh, this person gave it an eight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> this person gave it an eight out of 10. They said space game, but inside digestive track of monster set collection, kind of pretty for a digestive track. Now, Andrew. <laughs> oh, yes. I love this. Just be a little, just be quiet here and listen closely. You hear that? That's the sound, Andrew, mm-hmm. of a burgeoning fetish coming into balloons, oh, baby. No. This person oh, no, is no, no. this person is learning about themselves. It's kind of pretty for a digestive trip, you know. What I mean? um, well, all the, right, Andrew. Now the, this person. Uh, the colonoscopy videos are going to be on uh, certain websites. Oh boy, we'll let's just say the views are going up out there for some of these. Um, for you know Highland Valley, uh, you know. <laughs> gastrointestinal <laughs> office you know um it's going from 10 views to 30,000 so okay andrew this last one this person gave it an eight and a half out of ten they said very interesting game i'm pleased with the depth and uniqueness now andrew here we have the same fetish but it's already developed andrew this guy's <laughs> literally commenting on the depth of the digestive track oh, no. the game takes place in oh, no. and Listen, hey, you do you, man. I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yum. That's cool. There's no no victims in that. Do your thing. But that's what subreddits are for, bruh. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's entire corners of the internet for this stuff, my dude. That's where, that's where you go. I don't bring mine to this podcast, or do I? No. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, I guess maybe that is a question I should ask myself, and I wish I... I wish I had somebody here who I could maybe kind of work through that stuff with. Oh, hold on. Nope. Somebody's knocking at the door. I, I just heard a, I just heard a knock at the door, yeah. and I, uh, I know exactly what that knock sounds like. Uh, that is the that is the swift and uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, decisive Friendly? hand oh, decisive. Uh, knock oh, yeah. of uh, what's the word? Anyway, bold. That's the bold knock of Dr. Fraser Crane. <laughs> Dr. Fraser Crane. 
Well, come on in, Dr. Fraser Crane, after that bold knock of yours. Uh, we'd know it anywhere. Uh, Dr. I'd Fra- know that knock anywhere. <laughs> Dr. Fraser Crane is here to help us count down the top ten phrases that you will definitely hear someone say while playing this game of So You've Been Eaten. Number ten. This game reminds me of my days back in the coal mine. Especially the part about the corporate greed and disregard for human life. Number nine. Okay, who put crystals in my mac and cheese? Number eight. This game kind of reminds me of that time I went cave diving. Yeah, especially because I spent the entire time playing board games at the mouth of the cave because I was too scared to go in. Number seven. You're really getting on my nerves, bro. I'm about to poop you out. Number six. Yeah, this game kind of reminds me of my last colonoscopy. Especially the part where I hid some fruity pebbles up there for the doctor to find. Number five. It's getting close to poop time. Oh, sorry, talking to my child. Number four. And this game reminds me of the crystals I got from my faith healer. Especially because my faith healer loves board games. Number three. You know, I heard Bill Gates put a microchip in this game. Number two. This game needs more Minox. Number one. And with this final move, I am officially immune to you winning this game. Love break. Yeah, okay, let's go ahead and take a break, Andrew. Time for a love break. This is this is the time of the episode when we go ahead and uh, jump into our ongoing game of Fog of Love and play the next turn of it, Andrew. All you need is love break. Do 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 do. Beatles, love them. Especially uh who was the what was dang it what was the drummer's name that Ringo. didn't make the beatles or whatever Ringo No yeah. the one that didn't the, oh, well no the first one uh best um I I, oh, I, I don't know his first Steve name but his last best, name was whatever, best yeah. uh because Anyway that's my favorite beatle wait that joke's probably been done a million times Anyway uh, his his name well, was best Andrew, because speaking of he he released uh did you hear the story he released a he, he used to be in the beatles his last name was best and he released an album yeah. called best of the beatles and ah, that is actually a very good troll. Yes. <laughs> so people thought it that was. That actually the... is a very good troll. I believe that's okay. true. That's the story I heard probably years and years ago. So I'm, that's probably fake so news. Good. I don't know. Probably not real. But So yeah. good. You heard it on somethingawful.com. Don't, don't let a Google search uh, get in the way of a good story. That's a good story. And I'm, I'm not looking that's at That's what it. I'm saying. I'm not well, it's it. 2023, Andrew. So I think all of our aunts can agree that uh, they won't do that. They, they won't be looking up sources on google that's for yeah, sure before they send you stuff anyway andrew um, um speaking of doing things a million times we're <laughs> about to take our next turn of uh fog of love which is a game we we love of course um uh but we only take one turn per episode so now andrew i ju- we just realized that uh the very last turn we made on the last episode was the end of of the second chapter, Andrew. So we are actually moving on to the next chapter of our relationship. I, of course, being a big, burly, flower hat-wearing chef, and you being a um, kind of a pipsqueak uh, Instagram influencer with a high voice and an old cell phone. That's right. Um, I believe it's... Well, whatever. I don't care anymore. Um, And... (laughs) Yes, that's me. Um, Yeah, it's the end of the second chapter. Two out of three. So we're really two-thirds. Actually, more than two-thirds because I think the third chapter is not as long as the second chapter. So we're going to, instead of one of us taking a turn here, we're just going to flip over the chapter opener card for chapter three. That's right. That's uh, right, Andrew. Going to see what it is. Go ahead and do that now. And okay, it it looks like it's titled, Is Your Love Unconditional? 
Um, and then the byline here is things are getting rougher. How deep is your love? How deep hmm. is your love? How deep is your love? Andrew, my favorite Beatles song. Andrew, um, that's not Beatles. That's um, that's who is that? Bee Gees. Best. Bee Gees. Best of oh, the Bee Gees. Sure. Best of um, the Bee Gees. That would also be funny if he just started doing a bunch of cover <laughs> albums and it says, <laughs> so funny. Okay, Andrew. Um, so first thing we got to do is we have to both discard a scene and then draw a new scene. Okay. Uh, and for this entire chapter, we have to draw from the drama oh, pile. No. So I guess what they're basically doing is forcing us to get, forcing us to draw a drama scene, essentially. Right. You know what I mean? That's so things are about to get these, real dramatic. Yeah, that's usually how this game works, at least in the two, two it starts games. Starts out kind of sweet and light, right? Yes. Right. And it's like, yeah, you end up drawing scenes like, oh, a cake fell on your foot. What are you gonna do, or whatever? Right. And then by the end, it's like, you have to put your dog down. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, which again is great, great game design. Yes. Um, so let's do that. Um, and, uh, and then in terms of what we do with this card, Andrew, we both have to make a choice. It looks like there's two choices here. Choice A says, my love is unconditional. And in that case, we discard a destiny. That's what you do at the end of, or the beginning of every chapter basically is so that you go down to one destiny card by the end of the game and you try to achieve it. Uh, so we're going to discard another destiny. So we're going to go down to only two destinies left in our hand before the end of the game. And then, of course, we'll go down to one at the end of this one. But anyway, um, now, however, if you choose this option A, where it says my love is unconditional, you can't discard. The card that you choose to discard cannot be the one that says unconditional love, yeah. which is a pretty hefty destiny to achieve, I think, if I remember correctly. Like, you need, like to be um your your opponent. super sincere yeah and um and your opponent has to have like 40 plus happiness which um i mean <laughs> i'm sitting at 17 <laughs> you're sitting at 15 so uh i don't know i don't know if we're gonna be able to pull that one off but anyway there hasn't been um, that much happiness now, going on in this relationship there hasn't uh, been a lot of happiness going on in this particular relationship a lot of answer, disappointment so, on both so sides is. i'd say Hey, hey, good point. <laughs> Andrew, uh, the other the other option here is option B. I will never stop trying to do my best. That's all I can promise. So it's it's a little bit less of a commitment to the idea that it's, you know, forever or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, hey, I'm just going to I'm just going to keep doing my best for this relationship. That's don't don't ask for anything more, you know what I mean? Yeah. In that case, you do discard our destiny, but it could be any any of the cards, you know. Um all right. Now, one additional effect here at the bottom of this card, Andrew, is that if we both choose the same option, which uh, uh, is uh, what is that? A twenty? No, that's probably a fifty percent chance, right? Because I guess uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not a math. I'm not a math guy, no, but I'm pretty 20, sure because it could be. 20, it could, no, no, no. Fifty. You're right. Fifty. Because we could either fifty, both right? Be because saying, it could be A yes. A or B B. Yes. Yep. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, uh, in that case, um, uh, we both get four happiness, which is great, which, hey, you know, so not, you happy. know, just saying that would be good. I think yeah. if we were able to be on the same wavelength here, I'm, I know what I'm going to lock in, Andrew. So I'm going to go ahead and lock my token in here. Yeah. I got mine here. You got it. Yes. Okay. All right. You ready? Uh, flip on three, uh, or one, uh, three, two, one, two, three, what? 
<laughs> okay, hey, that's what I'm talking about, baby. We both chose B. Mm-hmm. We we we. We will never stop trying to do our best. That's all that we promise each other. No big promises here. But that, yeah, yeah. Listen, I can't say unconditional. Come on. Yeah. Um. But uh. Well, so we both go up for happiness. Plus four to our happiness, and we can discard any. We can discard any of our any destiny destiny card. Yes. So we're going down to two. Choose one. Toss it away. Face down. I think is the idea because we're not supposed to know what destiny the other person is pursuing. Yes. Um, and that'll bring us to uh, the first turn of Chapter 3. But, hey, we don't got time for that no, right no, no, now. No, no, we no, got to no. get back to the show, Andrew. Yeah, please. Uh, we're, we're busy people here. We've got to get back to talking about So You've Been Eaten. Um, That's right. And speaking of eaten, uh, it's time to gather around the table, family style. It's time for a little family wow. time. family time yeah that's right everybody your place has been set and your silverware has been placed on the correct side uh which i know andrew what the side that is Do just you? don't ask me uh don't make me prove it um yeah and this one andrew because we're about to dig in is the bottom line right yeah to this segment which is the meal um Ooh. you can pick your friends you can't pick your family andrew which member of someone's family should they play this with yeah. who's the ideal family member andrew do you want to start us off here yeah i want to start us off actually by making we should correct this in the copy of this outline pete it says you can pick your friends i think we need to delete that s make it you can pick your friend because really um yeah you can't Good point. pick your friends plural and still be listening to the show so um wow let's that next huge time. huge catch i just Good noticed point. That. i will be adjusting that yeah. forthwith perfect thank you um that because that's a major Major type. I'm. So, I assume it was just a typo. You know, not a. That's probably Andrew. Honestly, that's probably why we haven't made a big time yet with this podcast. That's probably why you know. <laughs> that's Netflix what's hasn't been back, calling back to make a numbers. show or whatever. Yeah, people. Yeah, that's been holding back right now. People heard that and they were like, "What? They, these guys are frauds!" And turning it off. These guys are clearly um, right. And as and as our listeners know, we are not joking about. That's right. <laughs> okay. Who am I Andrew, playing this game who with? In my family. Should you play this game with? Right. Yeah, if I can't play this game with you, Pete, I'm going to be playing this with one right. one of my grandparents. And um, here's Whoa. here's why I'm going to be playing with a grandparent because I feel like uh, people who are elderly they are they know all of, they're very in tune with their um, with their rhythms. You know what I'm saying? Their uh, their their oh. digestion issues. That they're, they're all about the metamucil, the high fiber diet. It's kind of what they're thinking. 24 hours a day yes yeah. mm-hmm. you know th- this is a constant thing that's on their mind and so i just think that they're they're more in tune with this type of thing than most people are going to be and uh so yep. they may have some suggestions some some interesting new strategies on how to kind of slow down the uh digestion mm-hmm. and um yep. you know kind of optimize the cards in this digestive tract that i think it's will kind point. of Revolutionary. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like it's kind of like a Moneyball situation. You know, they'll be coming in like yeah. crunching the numbers and being like, "Well, actually, you know, if you if you put green here every time, you know, you're you've got a sixty three percent chance of you know not getting pooped out." Yeah. So it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, I'll game game board statistics or right, whatever. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. That's a good point. That's a very good point. They're ringers. Exactly. This, exactly. You know I, mean? I want to learn some strategy wow. from them so that I can you know win next time we play. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to go ahead and go the other direction and say you got to play this with your kids. Whoa. Um, okay, because, yeah, yeah. 
I think it'll uh, kind of teach them. Honestly, I think it'll teach them a, a number of important lessons. Number one, wash those hands. You know what I mean? I think if they <laughs> see bacteria, uh, you know, four different colors of bacteria looking all funky. Yeah. And they could literally cause you to like lose the game, and you know, um, and essentially eradicate the miner. I think suddenly they're going, "Holy moly, is this true?" You know, you go, yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, it's true, based on a true story. That's what germs look um, like. Yeah. But also, I think it, it gives gives them a nice taste of what's to come in their life, um, and uh, and also what it you know what it would have been like. So like, what's to come in their future in terms of employment? Like, hey, just so you know. You're about to enter the nightmare world of, um, you know, the American capitalistic uh, (laughs) job system, you know what I mean, where uh, your value is linked to your productivity, and that's really everything. You know, that's all that matters to them, and yada, yada, yada. Um, They don't care about quality of life, really, you know what I mean? The The guy at the top has no reason for you to be happy. They just need to be making that money and seeing those numbers go up. Um, And also... It kind of teaches them what it would have been like for them back in the day when it was even worse with like chi- without child labor laws yeah. and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah, right. and really uh, kind of makes them, have, yeah. you know, makes them appreciate what they have. And uh, kind of on an unrelated note, Andrew, I just I don't know why uh, this just came to my mind here, Andrew. I uh, probably should have talked to you about this off the pod, but did you see that uh, I, Iowa and I think uh, Minnesota as well are trying to pass bills that would like roll back some of the child labor laws, protection laws um, currently as of this record? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's pretty great. Um <laughs> Unrelated, but I think they want to uh, basically get rid of a lot of the punishments for if you, uh, you know, um, treat uh, children improperly and and make and uh, increase the amount of things that they are allowed to do legally from like the ages of like 14 to 17 or something like that. And it's like, oh, cool. So we're just we're just really going back there, huh? For <laughs> we're really going to start feeding our kids to the to the capitalist machine here and just kind of let them get ground up. Okay. Anyway, Andrew, yeah, yeah. so I think it's important for them to play this game, basically. Andrew. Well, Pete, no one wants to work, um, so, you know, we got to get somebody out there. No working. one wants to work. That's right. It, it's just, yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have to just force our kids to do it. You know what I mean? For Nobody wants to, yeah, nobody wants to work for the wages we're paying them. So instead of raising the wages and actually getting workers as a result, we will just force uh, people who have no choice to work for those wages. Uh-huh. All right, Andrew, seems like it won't have any uh, nasty effects in the long run. Um, Andrew, speaking of uh, dinner, so we've kind of wrapped up dinner, but I'm still a bit peckish, Andrew. Yeah, family dinner's over, but can I go ahead and get some snack pairings? Snack pairings. Uh, so, Pete, what I think you're referring to is the segment where we're going to talk about uh, what snacks or just food in general that would pair best with this game, like a like a fine wine sure. with a dinner. We're trying to say what what, what would go best yep. with this game. Yeah, we're kind of the game sommeliers, if you will, here, Andrew. <clears throat> That's right. Um, yeah. And I think you're going to kind of understand why I was, you know, awarded with such a high certificate of honor in this. When I give you some of my ideas here, Andrew. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start off with uh, tripe 
and or haggis, Andrew. Oh, right. Uh, because you oh. know what that is, baby. That's tripe is, of course, the um, oh, the man. lining of the stomach from animals, uh, which honestly, mm. I just, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, but even if I wasn't, it just seems like something, I don't know. People eat it, but yeah. man, oh, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> Now, haggis, honestly, haggis, again, I, I'll probably never eat it, uh, but that seems a little bit more uh, digestible to me, quite frankly, than the tripe. Like, the tripe is literally the lining, and it's like, I don't know if I want to eat lining, personally. But haggis is like, I, I mean, you know, it's a little bit, it's also kind of gross, but it's like it's like long and heart and stuff. It's like organs that are chopped up. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, and but then it's like cooked with like oatmeal and like in a stew, basically. It's you're you're making like a big, chunky Cam, Campbell's chunky soup right. or whatever. You I know think, what I mean? I think if you're gonna um, eat meat, uh, especially like organ meat, you want it to be like as far away from resembling the thing that it is. You know what I'm saying? Like you want it yep. to be like <laughs> exactly. You, know, you want it to be just like uh, cooked and mixed you know, and pure, chopped. Yeah, right. pureed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chopped up, you're pureed. Like, yeah. But if you're if anyway, it's so it's right like back uh, at you, you know, and you're like, oh, that's a long. You know, then yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they they take all that stuff, they make that big old stew, and then they actually pressure cook it in the in the stomach of an animal or whatever. But you're oh, not wow. supposed to. I didn't realize you're not actually supposed to eat that. Um, that casing that that's that was traditionally made out of like that was you know they used the stomach for or whatever oh, you're just supposed to like you're just supposed to cut into that after it's cooked and then eat what's inside of it like a bread bowl or whatever but oh wait but not like a bread bowl because you eat the bread bowl yeah um, oh, anyway yeah like a normal bowl <laughs> anyway that you should not eat i can't stress that enough you don't eat don't, a don't bowl. eat bowls yes don't eat them um and then hey listen you might need a little something sweet after that so i'm thinking rock candy is pretty obvious right you know what i mean like uh, for the crystals the little know. crystals yeah or how about this andrew how about some vitamin gummies for a nice little dessert okay okay boost your immune immune system at the same time you know what pete uh switch that up to a flintstones vitamin and i'm all on board you know Wow, wow, wow. You want it to be a little more chalky. Yeah, I want uh, I want it to just... Set. You're looking for Pez. Uh, yes. Pez, yeah. Actually, just change it to Pez. Pez, Pez should make vitamins. Actually, just change it to you Pez. Know, they should make vitamins. Um, they should put. They yeah. should make vitamins that, that you could put into a Pez dispenser. I'll say that. It would be way more fun. Wow, huge, Andrew. I think that's... You a- are revolutionary. Imagine how many kids would eat vitamins if it came out of, like... Yeah. Uh, Disney's Pixar's cars shaped Pez dispenser. <laughs> I think the thing about you know, those Flintstones vitamins is like a bluey Pez dispenser. Right. Oh, come bluey, on. Come on. Uh, if kids eat those Flintstones ones and the gummies because it's mostly sugar, but uh, you could you could have some just like oh, regular yeah. bland tasting vitamins. But if it came out of a Pez dispenser, they would eat it. You know, be healthier. Yep. And I th- I th- I think it's a great idea. It's all about the presentation. Huge. Anyway, huge, huge, huge. Those are great uh, foods that kind of represent, uh, represent, or they are literally uh, stomachs and intestines. So yeah. good job, mm-hmm. Pete. Thank You're you. You're literally eating you. what you see in the game. Um, I wow. went a slightly different route. I'm going with uh, <gasps> foods that are good uh, for your gut. Okay, foods that. Oh. Foods that have a lot of probiotics in them. Uh, uh, I'm gonna start okay. start right off with some yogurt, and um, yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be that yogurt, not not Trix yogurt. You know, talking about Flintstones vitamins. You ever had Trix yogurt before? Okay, you're losing me because I do <laughs> want to eat Trix yogurt. <laughs> Did you ever have Trix yogurt before? 
No, I never did. Oh, I never man. did. I, but, uh, I definitely... Is it just full of... Sh- it's just all sugar, yes, probably, right? I ate it as a kid. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was just whipped cream. Wow. Uh, that was, like, had food coloring <laughs> in it or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was very good as a kid. I remember, wow. But, yeah, it's not yogurt. Sure. Um, in yeah. fact, I still... One of the... I don't... I'm not on that diet anymore, but one of the the leftover remnants of that is that I still make my own yogurt, which is part of the diet. And it's, uh, I think wow. it's pretty tasty and it's easy to make. So, uh, mm. and it has more probiotics than anything you're going to find in the store. So homemade yogurt. Scott, yeah. Scott Alms, hit us up. We'll send you some of this yogurt. Yes. You're going to love it. You're going to be loving it. Again, I am not a dietitian or a doctor I am and I'm not again, responsible I for spoiled. I am legally not allowed to sell you be, this yogurt, but I'm going to be sending yogurt through the mail. It'll probably be spoiled and uh, get you real sick by the time you eat it. So, yeah. um, yeah, enjoy, uh, yeah. enjoy. You ever hear of kefir? We're going to be eating that too. Uh, kefir Sutherland, what um, is that? of 24. Yeah. Camp. I've heard of kefir Sutherland. Ke- kefir is K E F I R. It's like a yogurt like, Oh, thing. Um, yeah, yeah, from uh, the Middle East, I think, right? Yeah. It's, I think it's, I've had some, actually. It's yeah. similar to yogurt. It, you know, it's fermented, okay. uh, you know, uh, dairy products. But, or, Goat's but, milk, maybe, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. spoiled mm-hmm. milk product. Um, I got yeah, yeah, some yeah. kombucha on there, you know, that's okay, got lots of probiotics, yeah. you know. And, kombucha, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, to round out, anything that's fermented, basically. Uh, kimchi or sauerkraut, yeah. also... Ooh, also pretty good for yeah, the yeah, digestion yeah, yeah. as well. Kimchi, sauerkraut, natto is fermented uh, soybeans in, in uh, Japan as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I hear you. Get as much, you know, get as much, uh, I guess, yeast in there as possible. Um, that's, that's what's yeah, doing I the fermentation. Know. I don't know. Yeah, look, uh, who knows? You need, you know, anyway, it's going to go along with this game great because you need those bacteria to get any um, spelunking miners out of your gut, any tiny people <laughs> that might be in your intestines. Get yeah. them out of there. With some yogurt Get those and kombucha. Eight spiders a year that you you know that every human eats with their mouth open when they're asleep, and uh, hit them with the old kefir. That's right. <laughs> hit them with the old kefir. Oh boy, Andrew. Um, now, if uh, if you did have uh, some spiders in there, you'd probably want to. You'd probably wish you could. You know. Well, first of all, I, I'm guessing you would probably swallow a. You probably would have swallowed it to uh, take care of the fly that you swallowed. What's that? Right. Oh, dang it. What comes after the spider lady, and the old lady? The old lady swallowed a fly. Then she swallowed a spider. Then she swallowed uh, something. But then it gets to, like, cats and dogs, dogs or something like that, right? She but swallowed a cow. Maybe a mouse? Maybe, oh, I, think, I, I think the last one a cow? she cow? Really? She gets, she gets to a cow? And she died. Yeah. A horse. Yes. The horse, I think, is probably what does her in, if I had to guess. Again, not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> But if I had to, not a mortician, but if I had to choose one of those things that she swallowed that maybe the aut- did her the most damage, it probably would have been the full-size horse. The autopsy said it was the horse that was the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The little, yeah, the, I think uh, there's more to it than that. I think there's something they're redacting, you know what I mean? Something they're covering <laughs> up, but... Um, Andrew, but what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say, Andrew, is, yo, babe, I'm shrunk. <laughs> Yo, babe, I'm shrunk. Yo, babe, I am shrunk right now. Yes, we were involved in it. This is the segment we we're going to talk about. We were involved in a terrible science experiment gone wrong, and now we are at a quarter inch high, but we still got to play this game. Right. How are you going to be able to play this game? So, um, Pete, wow. uh, look, I got to admit something to you real quick. Um, okay, go ahead. 
I did not really write down much for this segment. Okay, um, that's okay. Because I'll take I'm, it from here. I, yeah, well, I'm a little confused. <laughs> I'm a little confused about why you put this in here, Pete. Because you know that's kind Good of point. it's kind of the whole premise. Yeah, you figured, hey, this must be a mistake. This right. doesn't have anything to do with this. <laughs> well, no, it does actually. It's the whole premise of the game is that you're shrunk, right? And you're you're oh. you're in you're a minor who and. I mean, oh. when I was the minor, didn't I get shrunk? And when you were the minor, didn't you didn't you get shrunk? Or 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 was that okay. all just some big act? Were you just faking it? You know that you were not because <laughs> because I I sure that's right, it. Andrew. That's a good question. Is this just fantasy? Right. And then we cut to that segment. <laughs> <Not just. laughs> you know, well, you know, I, I feel kind of silly now. So um, thanks for letting okay. you know by putting this in here, Pete. Thanks for letting the whole world know. That one of us felt fully immersed. That, I don't. One of us felt I fully immersed in yeah, this board yeah, game one, experience. And one of us lost themselves. Yeah, the other one the was music, just pretending. Moment. I guess you were just pretending the whole time. So okay, that's cool, Pete. Whatever. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Andrew's uh, the kind of guy who gets. He kind of goes all out for board games yeah. and. Uh, I mean, I chess, felt like he's I was always uh, sliding around the floor and bumping into me and everything. And we already experienced. He comes, this he comes dressed as a. Uh, comes comes dressed as a horse. Has a horse mask <laughs> on for Chet. Uh, and, uh, you know, puts a big s- diagonal slot into his, uh, <laughs> his miter, his Pope's miter or whatever. Anyway, Andrew, here's what I'm going to say about if you really want to play this game, uh, IRL in real life, here's what you got to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, so again, we've been shrunk by a horrible science experiment. How are we going to play this game? Well, first of all, trigger warning, content warning, Vorheads. Uh, watch out, maybe close the door so your parents can't hear or whatever because if you're into Vor, Andrew, which is another fetish altogether I don't know if you know that one, but that's the one where you um, uh, very much enjoy the idea of okay. being swallowed yep. whole by a big beast or whatever. I just, um, yep, I just googled this yep. while you're saying this. Hey, there we go. And, Turn it up, uh, Andrew. Yeah. No, but anyway. Now my, now um, my whole algorithm's going to be thrown off. So now your whole, <laughs> luckily you were, yeah, luckily you were uh, signed into your child's uh, tablet. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. So, uh, Andrew, uh-oh, you might want to burn that one. <laughs> Andrew, um, not, yeah, hey, listen, again. Do your you do you ain't ain't no problem with war, yeah, but sure. uh, what, probably what? probably not for Andrew's children right right yet. Yeah, not They'll yet. get that eventually. Not yet, no. not yet. But I guess what I'm trying to say is just be forewarned. This segment we're gonna about to talk about being swallowed, okay, uh, by a big beast here. Because here's what I think, Andrew. Um, it it kind of depends on how risky you want to be uh, after you've been shrunk, okay? Because if you do want to risk it, you could try to get an actual animal. To swallow you, like a raccoon or something oh, wow. like that. Know what I mean? A- a- Andrew, have you ever had a pet that ate crayons? Did you ever have? Did you ever have like a dog no, or a cat I... that ate a crayon? Nah, I only had yeah. a hermit crab. That was my only pet I ever really had. And, uh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably crayon. Did a little not, too big for a hermit crab, unless you crush crayons. it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the bottom line is, Andrew, we had a dog. It, 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 you know, dogs eat a little bit of everything yeah. if, if you if the if the mood hits them right one time this. we had a dog yeah. eat some crayons and yeah so you probably already know it comes out on yeah. the other side as yeah. kind of a rainbow <laughs> array a, a veritable chip tricks you know yogurt but with actual tricks Ooh. now andrew and what I, I guess what i'm trying to say is yeah head on in there maybe feed the thing in a crayon first then head on in there try to get those colored chunks of crayon out of there and instead of the crystals you know what i mean yeah um because they do not get digested is the bottom line Andrew. they do not they come out just like they went in um and the other thing is if you don't want to be so adventurous if you don't want um 
you know, a big old raccoon to swallow you. Again, content warning, Warheads. Just chill out, maybe. Don't listen to this in public. Um, <laughs> but uh, you could, if you want, instead, you could use, like, a stuffed animal. You know what I mean? Why not? Just throw some... Uh, oh, I see. Throw some crushed-up crayons into in, just inside a stuffed animal. Inside. You know what I mean? Um, and then you just got to jump in through the mouth or whatever and try to get them out of there. And, here, now, of course, you need something for the other player to do, so I'm thinking... You know, you want to try to simulate the idea where you're trying to guess the moves of the other player and trying to get in their way and everything like that. And uh, so I'm thinking maybe they just maybe you blindfold the person who's playing as the beast, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're just like throwing syringes at you or something. Oh, okay. Like that. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe they have the flu vaccine in them or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and if you guess correctly, you're just kind of you're just kind of guessing where they're going to be. And if you hit them, hey, bingo. You know what I mean? Uh, that's points for you or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say they that's were. What I'm they were gonna be like whispering into the animal's ear, telling them like you know. Uh, like oh how- yeah. Okay. So if it's not a stuffed animal, it's an actual, uh, actual animal like a raccoon or a yeah, they'd be like hey, capybara or something like that. You know. Yeah. Hey, like uh, uh, clinch, clinch your stomach or something right now because yeah, yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they maybe they tickle a certain part of their body and there they go, you, go. you know what I mean? And they kind of clench. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or and maybe they feed them a bunch of Flintstones oh, monster energy now you're vitamins talking. or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You feed them a bunch. And then before of, you know uh, it, kefir. Maybe they get real swole. Maybe you give them like a bunch of anabolic steroids or something like that, <laughs> and they just they're like, Whoa! and then suddenly your friend is. I, I you got to admit, they do pass away inside. <laughs> animal's body at that at that point right if the this if the raccoon has sad. become the berry bonds of the berry bonds are raccoons or whatever i don't think your friend's gonna survive <laughs> so that is again that is maybe the world's most dangerous game at that point but uh but feel free yeah um hot take andrew hot take, I i'll do, say this piece. i think this, this might be controversial i yeah. think berry bonds should be okay. i think berry bonds should be in the baseball hall of fame i'm just gonna say right wow. now that's wow. a hot take andrew i'm gonna be even more controversial yeah okay you okay. ready for this <laughs> yeah i'm ready Use steroids. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I honestly do not care, my dude. If everybody wow. has access to them, but make them free. You know what well, I mean? Because <laughs> if everybody, if everybody has access to them, I don't care. Do it. Juice up. It's not yeah. like good for you. So yeah. I feel like kind of like the only people who would do it would be dummies anyway. And also, I'm a big fan of basketball anyway, Andrew. And it doesn't. I, that's not going to make a huge difference. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like you still have to be. One of the best basketball players in the world is just uh, is Kevin Durant. He's a small. They call him a beanpole. He's a beanpole. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got muscle, but he, he would not be nearly as uh, you know uh, effective if he had too much muscle. Yeah. So uh, so if uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you're playing a real sport, it don't matter whether you're right. on anabolic steroids or not. So I'm just saying, go that, for it. I'm just saying back then, like uh, ha- more than half the players were probably doing it, and. Uh, yeah, and he was still good. Like it's not like that. Ma- I don't know. Right, right. That didn't make him a good be- a baseball player. Right, exactly. Right. No, I it, honestly I don't care <laughs> about it. Go for it. Okay. Juice up and crunch crunch those bad boys out of the park. That's that seems real fun to me. Yeah. You got to understand, I'm the kind of guy who you cannot take sports that seriously, my dude. It's you just are watching dudes have fun playing a sport. Well, you know I, what I mean? So yeah. I, I'm 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 because. 
I'm a big baseball fan, and I'm seeing guys this yeah. year. They let in Scott Rowland, who's who's just like a better than average baseball player, like not like some you know not yeah. like Barry Bonds, like not like one of these famous guys who they're not well, letting in anymore. So it's just like kind of a huge Scott Rowland fan. So uh, yeah, well, no, I'm definitely not, but whatever. <laughs> you know that about me, Andrew. Oh, I don't even know who that guy is. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, that's way um, too yeah, much. Yeah, whatever. Sports Just talk let in this. Ichiro, and that's it. We have that's talked. All, like, that's way too much sports talk for this. We've lost everybody. Nobody's listening. Anyway, we've lost half our audience. Yeah, who, sorry, uh, I brought it up. Uh, sorry, Andrew. This is a. Uh... Anyway, uh, Andrew, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you, I, I am sure that uh, people out there listening should not try the live animal version of. Okay. Right. The shrunken, the shrunken. So you forgot that's eaten. how that started. Yes. Yeah, I, I am, I am sure that 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 they should not do that. However, Andrew, another question that is arises is two can play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Yeah, that's right. Two could take steroids, but should they be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame? How sure are you that This two... is where we discuss yeah, <laughs> Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire. All right, back to uh, back to Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, all those guys. Yeah. Should they be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, yes or no? Hot, yeah, let's go. Yeah, right. Call us up at uh, yeah. uh, 1-800, you know, whatever. <clears throat> um, okay, no, we're talking about uh, how sure we're are you... We're talking about if... Yeah, if two people should play this game, if people should play this game, yes. that's the bottom line. How how, sh- how sure are we that people should that two people should play this two player game, Andrew? We're gonna give and it. We, let's go ahead and a rating. Uh, yeah, yeah, a, we're gonna give a rating number. from zero to one hundred percent. One hundred percent being yes, definitely you should play this game every day. One hundred percent sure that two people should play the game. Yes, yeah. and zero being no, never never play this game ever. So yeah, um, right. I am sure that nobody should ever play this game. Yeah. Right, which uh, we have that has come up. I was about to say, which we've never done, but we've done it multiple times, yes. actually. We've well, given you have given, I don't think I've ever given a 0%, but you definitely have given 0%. Well, there's, there's always time. <laughs> I don't there's think always we've time never that, given Andrew. 100% any game, which, who knows, maybe Yes, not. that is still true, which is pretty cool. Yes. Um, Speaking all of right, cool. Andrew, you want to... Uh, may, uh, maybe I'll go first here, okay? okay? I have no idea what your score is, because yeah. you haven't even filled in the I dang thing. Why don't you take this it, time to fill in the, <laughs> the dang thing that we're about to... That we're about to... To reference, <clears throat> Andrew, I'm 71, 71% sure that two people should play this game, Andrew. Wow. Um, which, uh, you know, hey, listen, that's that's a good, that's good. You know what I mean? It's out of 100, okay? So um, I, uh, I like this game, okay? I love the theme and the world building we talked about. Yes. Um, I, uh, I love any time that someone takes a shot at the nightmares of capitalism um and uh i love how asymmetrical it is i think that's it's very cool andrew this is essentially two different games essentially two different sets of game mechanics that uh, the people are playing you know what i mean one person is playing a completely different style of game than the other person basically um and i think that's very cool extremely interesting um, and I think it's even cooler that those two games then intersect, you know, seamlessly in the middle in that digestive track. You know what I mean? So uh, kudos to, to Alms for pulling that off. Um, I did feel like, uh, you know, it's not 100% for me because it, I don't know that everyone's going to like it as much as I did. And I also don't know that I'm always going to, you know, that I'm going to reach for this game a lot necessarily. Um, one of my uh, minor gripes with it is just 
that I did feel like playing as the minor. Minor. Uh, speaking of minor, yeah, minor. Um, as the mining person, you know, what I mean, just uh, conservative guys, their head exploding right now. <laughs> oh, what? I can't even say minor anymore. I got to say person who mines or whatever. You know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, my pronouns are are my are mining guy or what? You know. Anyway. I gotta say, mine X. No, never mind. Okay. What I gotta say, mine X. Now, yeah, it's there. There. That's pretty close to a mine ox, though, which I love. Okay, go ahead. Ooh, mine ox. Anyway, uh, a person who mines. The person who mines in this game. um, I think that's the more. I think they have the more interesting choices and the more interesting gameplay. I do think it's more fun to play as a miner, quite frankly. Um, And I think the miner is kind of a more active puzzle solver you know what i mean trying to figure out the most um you know efficient way to to get those crystals and get out um and uh the alien is essentially just trying to make it more difficult for the miner to solve the puzzle so it's more of a passive strategy i feel like but i will say that i warmed up to playing as the alien the more i played basically and um and there are legitimate distinct decisions to be made on the part of the alien to to win the game you know what i mean some people some people really downplay and they they're like they're, you don't do nothing the game plays itself as the alien or whatever it's like no no, no. i think you're just ba- bad at it maybe um there's you there is a, a certainly a way to play and a way to be good at it um and you can um to really like we said make it more difficult for the miner toss toss a lot more plates uh onto their spinning plates you know what i mean well, it, Make it, all, it all comes, the decisions for the monster all or the creature all come from when it's like, what order do I put these into the track to make it yep. so I can get these immune response cards? Like that, that's yeah. the big decision. And you know? that that's one of the big decisions. But also what order do I put these into the, these cards down into the digestive track, keeping in mind the bacteria that is on them that might attack the miner right, too right, you know right. what i mean like how can i make it so that the card that i'm guessing is going to attack him is correct which will which will hurt him by making his weapons less less effective and also how can i put the cards down there so that he'll be attacked by the bacteria that i want to attack him to move that one closer to attack having attacked him four times you know what i mean so you're like you 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 can you can put a lot of thought as much thought as you want honestly into yeah. like the order that you're about to put it in put those cards down on the digest, digestive track. You know what I mean? And if you're not thinking about that, then sure, I'm sure it seems like, you know, there's no decision to be made. But it's like, also, you're missing the strategy of the right. of the alien at that point. So that's kind of on you. Um, but anyway, um, but I do think there is a noticeable difference in terms of, at least for me, like I said, there's two very different games going on in this one, and I think I kind of like the one better, which is the one that the miner plays, essentially. Um the gameplay itself, I thought, was fun enough, uh, but not so fun that I like can't wait to play again. But though I am, I do find myself thinking about the strategies even still uh, for playing this game. So that, that I think that says a lot, uh, and I definitely will be playing it again. I, I I did like this one, um, but uh, and you know honestly, I think it's worth mentioning as well that I this is one of those ones that my score may go up over time because I it I did kind of get the feeling that uh, that it's one of those games that becomes more enjoyable the more familiar you are with it. You know what I mean? The strategies kind of open up, I feel like, the more you play it. So it's possible I might even come to like it even more, as opposed to the opposite. Some games, you the more you play it, the more it kind of falls flat. So I don't know. I, I don't know how this one would end up. Yeah. You know, only time will tell. 
but I have a I have a distinct feeling maybe it might be the the former. It might actually get better with time. But for now, seventy one percent, Andrew. How about you? I I agree with just about everything you said there. I I think that um the more we played the game, the more I started to catch on to some of those strategies and be like, oh okay, now I get it. The, the the only thing with that was that um the more we played, I think the longer our game and games took and the longer that our turns took. You know. It was. Yeah. It says on the box thirty minutes, and I, for us at least, I think it was a lot longer because we're sitting there thinking yeah. about like what's going to come next. Um, and, yep. and I think, like you said, like it is asymmetric. I think that the playing as the minor, like those turns, seem to take a lot longer than at least when we played than mm-hmm. than with the alien because I don't know. I yeah. just feel like there was more things to think about maybe as the minor. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Totally. And the beast, it might be a little simpler. Although there is still plenty to think about. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just you just a little more waiting around to see what the miner does as you're playing with the beast. Um, now, mm-hmm. <laughs> a yeah. few, th- few things that I liked, but I had a love-hate relationship with when you were the beast and you were trying to guess what the uh, what bacteria would attack the, the miner next. Yeah. Um, I yeah. love that because it's like it, it. That gives me that sends off the signals in my brain of like gambling. I'm like, oh yes, okay, here we go. What's it gonna be? There's a little bit of bluffing and yes. yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I love stuff like that, but I also found it super frustrating because I would get lucky like three or four turns in a row, and then I would go on a cold streak and like never get them. And I'm like, oh man, why am I? I just keep getting it yeah. wrong, you know. So that was yeah, that was yeah, very yeah, frustrating. Yeah. But also, this is probably half of this review is me just being salty because I'm pretty sure I lost every single time that we played. So um, I don't think that's true. I'm a little salty. I think you won. About I think it. you won it. I think you won one of no, them. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> did I? I well, I wow. fake. I fake one. No, no, I almost lost one, and then we looked up the rules. The first time we played, we thought that I had lost, and we we're like, oh, it's at, you have to have five after the miners turn, and then the game went on for like another. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and then I did still win that one. But, yeah, but you, but but it wasn't a, but it wasn't a, a trouncing. That was the and to be fair, that well, was none the of these game. were trouncing. You know what I mean? That was none of these were trouncing. None of these like were trouncing. Yes, that was. I, that's what I wanted to mention or have you mention was you. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, even though I lost, say what you, it was very very yeah. close each time. Like it, it it was very close to going into the poop overtime, like we talked about. Like wow, uh, the, wow. And we never quite made it, but it was every single time it was like, oh, my gosh, one more card, and then it's going to be time for the poop, you know? And then it was... Yeah, 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 yeah. It, exactly. It didn't, yep. but, um, yeah, yeah, so that's that's kind of fun. I, I love tower defense. It's a little nerve-wracking for me, so I, I it's a mm-hmm. very super well-designed game. Like, I think it like all that playtesting really paid off because it is very balanced, like I said. But um, the tower defense thing has never really been my personal thing. Some people love it, but I just find it mm-hmm. as, like... A little too panic like it gives me too much panic you know um yep but yep. the best the best thing about this game is the theme we've talked about it in the nice package segment yep. but the the theme is just like so unique and um and just yeah funny and uh really cool i i, I loved it so um yeah and yep. so like i said i felt exactly the same as you i just liked it a tiny bit more because i gave this game a 72 percent instead of 71 <sighs> So you uh, liked it one one percentage point more. I yes. see. I see. Um, yeah. 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 Overall, definitely a positive um, feeling I get from this bad boy, Andrew. And let's go ahead and see how positive when we take a look at our leaderboard. Leaderboard. Time to look at the big old leaderboard, which is a big spreadsheet, which, uh, by the way, Pete, I don't know if 
can people even look at this leaderboard anymore? Or is that yeah, a... totally. If you go to our <clears throat> our website, um, yeah, our website. Uh, uh, which is a Tumblr, which is two can play that game podcast.tumblr.com. Yeah. Um, on there you can see all sorts of stuff. Um, including our our uh, old seasons of of chess playing, our our uh, some synopsis of our fog of love relationship, uh, our our access to our leaderboard there, uh, which is a, a Google document. So you can you can follow along with all sorts of stuff on that one. Okay. Uh, again, two can play that game podcast.tumblr.com. Find all that stuff there. So the leaderboard is available. Okay, good. I wasn't sure because yep. uh, this is getting very big mm-hmm. here. At a 63 game. So you gave it a 71%. I gave it a 72%. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to give right. us a final average score. We are officially 71.5% sure that wow. two people should wow, play wow, wow. this game. Now, that does mean that it's a little bit lower on our list because, like we said, we have a really big list here, Andrew, and a lot of really good games on here. But it is certainly in good company. It is in a good part of the list, quite frankly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Again, we've said this before, and we'll say it again. At some point, this list really takes a turn <laughs> for the not for the not so great, and this one is certainly still within the uh, the very good range here because, in fact, it is uh, finds itself surrounded on one side by Hive, which is a you know internationally renowned game of bug chess basically yeah uh and on the and on the other side of it is haven the um red raven games two-player game um which uh, which we both really enjoyed um so yeah good company for this one yeah um it's right there coming in at number 43 on the list and uh mm-hmm. right around some good games there um above yeah. hive which everybody always lists as one of their wow 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 games. yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should probably say that uh, we always say a little disclaimer. We were sent a copy of this game to review. Um, True. Yep. But uh, and by the way, uh, I read a thing on their Kickstarter that said that you know they they can't send them out to everybody. They only send them out to people that they really want to. So thank you uh, for sending this game out to oh, us. Oh yeah yeah I yeah felt, yeah. We really appreciate that. Yes, mm-hmm. as I was perusing through that. But um, we also want to say that uh, that never affects our opinions and scores. So right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a 37 year old. Actually, am I 38 now? I don't know. Anyway, the bottom line is I am at the point now where you're 38. Uh, I, think, yeah. I don't. Oh wow. Uh oh. Right. Yeah. Logging off. I'm and uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, doxing yourself as a 37 year old. They're gonna find you now. Um, no. But anyway, I'm at the point now where I'm not trying to necessarily, you know, blow smoke up anybody's butt. You know what I mean? I'll be, I'll be, re- I'll be real with you. Um, unless my job demands it of me, which sometimes it does. Anyway, uh, but they say, I, you know what? School's out for the summer, baby. Um, I, uh, I, I'm not currently at work. I'm at my home recording this podcast. I hate to surprise you, Andrew. I know you want me to do it from a job, but yeah, I did. Um, it's kind of usually it's in our contract that I have to. You know what I mean? I have to risk my job every time we record but um yeah <laughs> but so so basically the bottom line is there ain't no mask on right now of me trying to be fake nice or whatever i'm gonna tell you what i really think of this game and i like it yeah uh, i think that's pretty cool i think that's pretty cool andrew and um you know what else i think is pretty cool the next segment called are we cool are we cool Okay, after playing this game, 
Are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or down, right? Those friendship wow. points, the very tangible friendship points. Yeah, I mean, they're they're mm. they're so prevalent. These pre- friendship points, you could probably use them as currency in, in parts of the world, you know. Yep, Scrip, if you will, company Scrip. That's right. You know what I mean? That's they're... right. <laughs> you uh, can use these at the uh, Two Can Play That Game podcast uh, gift store on your way out or whatever. You know. What I mean? Yes. We we don't give you a salary. We give you a pizza party and <laughs> company Scrip, which is friend friendship. <laughs> Um, he, I actually said no change, no change in our friendship after this one. Wow. Um, wow. Only because, uh, like I said, it's a great game. A lot of, lot of contemplative time just thinking about what am I going to do? Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, and, uh, you know what? I just looking at my notes. I also forgot to mention, I like the dice in this game. So put that, that's why my, my the dice are good. That's my, why wow. mine was 1% higher than yours is because I like Wow, dice. the dice. And the dice. Uh, that's why I gave it a 72 instead of a 71. Um, wow. Anyway, back to uh, Are We Cool? Uh, I think that, um, yeah, a lot of just quiet thinking time. And um, I also lost to you several times. So, um, yeah, no change. Yeah. That'll, uh, that'll usually color it. Yeah, yeah the game was good enough that, that I wasn't mad at you too much, you know. So I was still. Oh, good. Yeah, it was so Yeah, close. we didn't drop. Right. Right. It was just, it was just so evenly lot. matched each time that I think it's, it's mm-hmm. zero. You know, no change. Okay. Well, Andrew, I said we went up by two points, okay, okay Andrew? And I'll all tell right. you why. First of all, one point, because well, I think we had fun playing it, like you were just saying. Mm-hmm. Game's good, and we had a good time. It was enjoyable. Yep. Um, but, Andrew, another point donated to Colitis Research. Andrew, how about that? <laughs> there you so, go. There <laughs> well, you go. Appreciate Throwing that. one in for the old, you know. I was on sort of yeah. colitis. I, I, that uh, was like that like awareness. made my day. Getting, that made my day when I was I, researching I, the, yeah. the history. When I thing. when I saw that I was like I got to tell Andrew he's going to love this part <laughs> and you were like I already know. <laughs> um yeah man, I uh getting the ribbon on the whatever the color ribbon. I guess it would be a would it be a brown ribbon is that true? <laughs> um on the back of my car and it's like you know ulcerative colitis uh, awareness or whatever. That I get in, in for being colitis. a donor of friendship points. No. Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, I believe, is what the uh, the main. Uh, by, but again, I'm not a representative for them, nor am I a medical doctor. And um, mm-hmm. you don't uh, just just email me at two can play that. Let's game go down the on. list of things you aren't. Uh, a good friend. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I gotcha. Um, anyway, I'm a great doctor, right. but not a good friend. <clears throat> Great doctor, not a good friend. That now we're talking about Doctor House MD. Yeah, who am I? Try to guess who I am, Andrew. I'm a great doctor. I'm not a good friend, and I walk with a cane. Oh, um, all right. I, yeah, I think you're House MD. Listen, we, we can't stop making up new games, Andrew. Holy moly! There's got to be a but game. But we have about to that, stop, Andrew, because right? we got to stop this recording. It's already pretty long. So okay, let's go ahead and wrap this baby up with a bow, Andrew, because. Um, Quite frankly, people can find us all over the, um, you know, uh, country, uh, <laughs> because you, you and I, <laughs> what? You and I kind of just drive around in a big van. Yeah. So um, look for us at your local Walmart parking lot. Yep. You know, I mean, being harassed by the police for why we're. Uh, yeah. No, uh, you can find us uh, around the internet, of course, uh, which is a kind of a hell, a hellscape. But um, yeah. But we'll, we'll try to be a nice oasis in that desert. Uh, on uh, Twitter, at 2PlayThatPod. On Instagram, at 2CanPlayThatGamePodcast. Um, we got a Linktree. Uh, yeah, that's right. We hit the big time. Uh, <laughs> and remember that Linktree is linktr.ee, and then it's slash 2CanPlayThatGame. 
Yeah. Um, you can find all sorts of stuff there. Links to click on. Yeah. And you can love click on should, links. Why don't you go ahead and that. click on some update that, that mean? Uh, oh, good point. Yeah, maybe we update that. I haven't updated I that in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's still got the. Uh, <laughs> I think this is this is a, I always talk about the animated uh, you know animated file of the Ally McBeal baby or whatever. Oh. That's usually a sign that you got an old website. Um, anyway. Andrew, and I think they should tune in next time, of course. That's how that's another way they can get more of us. That's probably the best way. That's probably the best way to experience this podcast is to just listen to it. You know, tune in next time. Probably just listen to it. <laughs> just yeah. instead probably of going just listen, on the internet. Keep just, listening and just, listen to the next one. Yeah. Right, just listen to the next one. Oh, well, you know what though? Yeah. You you cannot listen mm. to the next one if you get another friend. Oh. Right? So you, you can't, oh, no, no, no. Right. No, no. I mean in that case, you're gonna want to go ahead and tune in to uh can't see the forest for the threes which is of course the podcast where they discuss three player board games and they also discuss people throughout history who have been short-sighted or uh, lacked perspective i, I mean it. they really yeah. uh yeah they really can't see the forest for the trees yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i mean let's just say that they won't have any uh, shortage of episodes anytime soon with that premise if you know what i mean yeah. let's just say guys from history uh you know uh, historically short-sighted, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I'm sure the history will treat us extremely kindly, Andrew. <laughs> yes. Huh? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, th- uh, this podcast is not short-sighted. It'll stand the test of time, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah we can see we can see those trees. We can see those threes. No, just two trees. Right? I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully the music has uh, gotten loud enough so I don't make any noise anymore. Yeah, yeah, hopefully I'm just really... You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?